For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Davey Hudson. Thank you for joining me today. We have a jam-packed show. So much going on for the Tennessee Titans and the NFL draft is right around the corner. I mean, we are one day away from seeing what will happen for the first ever virtual NFL draft. We have so much to get through today. We'll get into the five things you need to know that have happened for the Titans over the last week. We will discuss all the draft coverage you need to know for the Tennessee Titans. And as always, we'll get to the Titan Up mailbag. And it's this time of the week where I ask you the question, do you believe in our Titans? Because I know I do. And I'm really excited to see what John Robinson and company are going to pull off this coming week. But before we get started... If you enjoy listening to Believe in Titans, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. That's B-L-E-A-V. And moving right along, the number five thing you need to know that have happened for the Titans this week. The Titans have agreed to terms with offensive lineman Avery Genesee, who most recently played in the XFL. So Genesee is expected to compete at the guard position for the Titans, but he does have experience playing tackle from his playing days at Texas A&M. In the XFL, he played for the Houston Roughnecks, who were undefeated and looking as though the favorites to win it all before the league shut down and ultimately folded due to the coronavirus. But this will give the Titans more depth on the offensive line, but it is by no means an indicator that Genesee will make the 53-man roster, but he will have an opportunity and. It is kind of just interesting to see some of these XFL guys get shots at the next level. And moving right along, the number four thing that you need to know for the Tennessee Titans is that they will begin virtual OTAs starting April 27th. The NFL said between April 20th and May 15th, teams are allowed to conduct three weeks of virtual training. And so the Titans have elected to start a week later and just go all the way through. And Coach Vrabel had to say, we thought instead of having a week off and starting on the 20th, we're just going to start on the 27th and kind of go straight through. At that point in time, we will just take it one day at a time, try to focus on some positive learning and really get our guys brought back up to speed on the things that we've changed and the things that we're going to remain consistent at. Number three on the list, cornerback Logan Ryan is still a free agent, and it looks as though that will remain the case until after the NFL draft has concluded the more time that passes, the less likely I believe that Ryan will be re-signing with the Titans. And I kind of wanted to segue the lack of news on Logan Ryan into number two. With The, the Titans have reported that they have agreed to terms on a one-year deal with cornerback Ty Smith. Jim White writes, Smith's return gives the team added depth and some experience in the secondary and on special teams. Smith signed by the Titans prior to the 2017 season has played in 29 games for the Titans over the last three seasons, including five playoff contests. Smith played in 12 games in 2019 
with three starts, and he recorded 24 tackles while also forcing two fumbles. And if you remember, uh, Smith's biggest game by far would be the Indianapolis Colts game played in Indianapolis after uh, Dane Crookshank blocked the field goal attempt by Adam Vinatieri. Ty Smith was the one to pick it up and run it back 63 yards for a touchdown. And in that same game, he also forced a fumble late in the fourth quarter that allowed the Titans to hold on and get a win in Indianapolis for the first time in what seems like forever. But the Titans are adding at the cornerback position. And we'll talk a little bit more about that position as we dive into the draft coverage and what the Titans are likely to do. But number one on the list has been number one for a while. It'll stay number one today. But I do have news on Jadavion Clowney. Clowney has still yet to sign with the team. But in a Zoom press conference on Monday, General Manager John Robinson said that they are remaining interested in Jadavion Clowney but that the team is also considering other options in the draft. Robinson said, you have to have a couple of scenarios mapped out. We haven't closed the door on anything with Clowney, but we really haven't inched closer to having any finality to that either. He's obviously a good football player. I think where we're at, depending on who we pick, could potentially impact that. But I would say it doesn't close the door on it completely either. You don't ever close the door on potentially adding good football players to your team. So we'll just kind of take it how it goes and probably circle back with that one either this week or next week after the draft is over. And when you boil that down, that's just a lot of your typical coach speak, GM speak, if you'll have it. But the real news that I saw was that ESPN Seattle had reported after talking with ESPN's Diana Russini, it looks as though that the Seahawks have moved on and she expects that Jadavion Clowney will sign with the Tennessee Titans. Again, going back over a month now, it seemed as though it was between the Titans and the Seahawks when you really get down to the nitty-gritty. And if the Titans are ultimately the last man standing and Clowney puts ink to paper for the Titans, it looks as though the trade of Jarrell Casey to the Denver Broncos to clear up cap space will be a good move for general manager John Robinson. Again, a lot to play out. It's just one report, but it's on the Titans side, and I'll definitely take it. But with that being said, we'll go ahead and transition into our main story for today, and we are going to get you caught up on everything you need to know about the Titans draft, what it looks like they're going to be doing early on, even in the later rounds. John Robinson did say on Monday that we are open for business in regards to trading back from their first round pick, which is 29th overall. Uh, That is a similar statement to what he had to say back in 2016 when he traded the number one overall pick to the Los Angeles Rams. But with John Robinson, he's always willing to make a move if he thinks it's going to allow him, if he thinks it will allow him the opportunity to gain more draft capital later on. And it's just a question of, is, is there a player at 29 that he feels is worth that value? Is there a guy that slides? Because again, when we've talked about the position of need for the Titans, you could argue what they need the most. And I would argue that position is cornerback, even with the Titans signing Ty Smith yesterday. And where we stand today, I don't expect the Titans to re-sign Logan Ryan. I know I, I would love for Logan and the team to come to an agreement 
but I think when you're looking at where the roster currently stacks up, how much money you have left as far as the salary cap goes, I think it's more likely that they sign Clowney versus Ryan, and they don't have the money to go out and get both. But at the same time, you got to do something after trading away Jarrell Casey. You made that amount of room from a cap standpoint to go out and make a move, and nothing has transpired so far. But again, uh, no trades have been made this past week as it relates to the Titans draft picks. They still have a first, second, third, fifth, and three seventh-round picks. So they definitely have room to trade some of their current picks in hopes of gaining more capital for more players. And I know it's common for fans to want to have their team trade back, especially whenever they're usually picking later towards the end of the first round. But I don't know if you're actually going to have that a lot this year. And when you look at the state of this draft, not from a player standpoint, because there's definitely a lot of talent there, but from general managers having to work at home, not being in the room with the usual members of the staff that are helping them draft, I think this could cause for some issues. Uh, the the NFL did conduct a mock draft to kind of run through the system with all 32 NFL general managers the other day, and they did have a glitch right off the bat with the Cincinnati Bengals pick. And, and the, the NFL said it was by no fault of the Bengals, but that's just one of the possibilities you face whenever you're trying to conduct something of this magnitude across a grand scale. So I don't know if we're going to have an issue, but I'm sure we are. When you look at some of these people that are kind of controlling, uh, and and I know they're running through this and trying to make sure they get everything situated properly, but when I'm looking at some of these guys that are making these picks, there's going to be some user error on the end of, of these man- general managers. They are allowed to have an IT person at the house, but still, I will be extremely interested in the stories that come out after the draft as it relates to maybe some mishaps with the technology or just miscommunication taking place if a team does try to trade. But this draft will definitely separate the good talent evaluators from the bad. These players did not get to come in for the visits that you normally see, have the sit-down meetings with coaches, with general managers, and you didn't get to see the scouts, and you didn't get to see NFL personnel go to pro days. And yeah, you had the NFL combine, but Not every player that's getting drafted went to the Combine. So there's a lot of guys that fall through the cracks there. You can really sure up your roster in the later rounds of the draft. Again, we are in uncharted waters, but at least it gives us something to look forward to. I mean, we've been dying for some sort of sports, and we finally get some action. But when I look at the Titans' current roster, I can say with confidence that they will be drafting at least one cornerback, one offensive tackle, one edge rusher, one running back, and one wide receiver. This draft is just way too deep at the receiver position for us not to walk away with anybody. And again, I know that the teams will be going after a lot of undrafted free agents. There will be a lot of good wide receivers that are not drafted this year. But still, you can get quality play at that position in the third or fourth round this year. And John Robinson is the type of guy, he'll take advantage of it. I just mentioned wide receivers, so I guess I will walk backwards here and then move on to running backs. This issue was actually brought up during the Zoom press conference with John Robinson and Mike Vrabel. We've talked about Derrick Henry's franchise tag and how he is under contract for the 2020 season. He went ahead and signed that. But when you move past that, the team doesn't really have anyone at that position that would be able to come in and help. 
God forbid Derek does go down with an injury or he does decide to not play on with without some sort of a long-term deal. I, I don't think that will be an issue, but it is a possibility. So they will definitely be looking to add to that lineup. I mean, they have Dalen Dawkins and Sean Wilson on the roster, but no one's really expecting them to come in and be able to provide you with some valuable snaps. And if you want to include Kari Blossengame, who's more of a fullback, he's also on the roster. Mike Vrabel did say this the other day. We would like to add a player that can come in and play all three downs and could really help in the kicking game. Somebody that can come in and be able to protect. John and I have been able to put together a group of guys that we feel like can do that in different areas of this draft. So we're obviously going to have to continue to look at that position to be able to give Derek some help as the season goes on. I've talked about it and I'm going to continue to say it, but when it comes to the number one running back I would love to see the Titans take this year, it is Clyde Edwards-Alaire out of LSU. I think he can do all the things that John Robinson and Mike Vrabel are looking for for that position to do. And say you do lose Derrick Henry after this year, you're not able to come to a long-term agreement, you're having to move on at the running back position, Edwards-Alaire on a rookie contract would be great value in my opinion. Another name to watch out for if the Titans wait till the later rounds to get a running back, Eno Benjamin out of Arizona State, a name to keep an eye on. I, I will say with this draft, I'm not seeing many mocks that have more than two running backs tops go in the first round. And looking at how a lot of things might fall, you very well could see not a single running back get drafted in the first round. I think at least one will, but it's not out of the realm of possibility to see the first running back taken off the board in round two. The last time a team did that, that was the Titans in the second round back in I don't even remember what year, but it was whenever we took Bishop Sankey. He was the first running back off the board in the second round, and that could not have worked out any worse for us. That was just a terrible pick, but that was Rustin Webster. And as I say on three and out a lot, you get that on them big jobs. And since I talked about Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Eno Benjamin, CBS Sports, when it comes to ranking prospects, Edwards-Alaire comes in at 57th, and Eno Benjamin comes in at 127th. So possible second, third round options for the Titans if they're looking to go at the running back position there. Trucking right along, going into the edge rusher position, the Titans will look to add a guy to play outside linebacker in their 3-4 scheme. And I've mentioned it when I'm looking at the edge rusher position. Obviously, Chase Young's best player in the draft overall, in my opinion. And there's no way he last passed pick number two. But you do have some guys in the second that are likely to go in the second or third round at that position that will be able to come in and have an immediate impact. And the Titans, if Yeter Gross Matos is still there at 29, I believe they will take him. But more than likely, I say the Titans address this issue in the second or third round. And one of the guys I want to keep my eye out on is Florida Edge Jonathan Grenard. He's a six foot three, two hundred sixty three pound guy who. When I watched him play, he seemed to move pretty smoothly. Uh, it, it seemed natural to him just being able to get off the edge there. They also they did have a workout scheduled with him, and they also met during a virtual meeting with Grenard. So that is a guy they've definitely done their research on, and if he's still around for the third round, could easily see them taking him there. I mean, he is the 72nd best overall player according to CBS Sports Rankings in this year's draft, 
So that is a guy that will be one to keep an eye on. But as far as some other players, uh, Terrell Lewis out of Alabama, uh, he's, a, he's a guy who's, who's made an impact for years playing for the Tide. And really, once you get past the third round at that position, I don't see many guys worth taking a shot on when you're looking at shoring up your edge presence. So we'll see what happens there. But the second and third round is probably where you'll see the Titans take an edge rusher in this year's draft. Next on the list, we're going to talk about the offensive tackle position. The Titans lost starting right tackle Jack Conklin in free agency to the Cleveland Browns this past season, and they re-signed Dennis Kelly to step in and likely be your starting right tackle for the 2020 season. But there are a lot of experts who predict that the Titans could go offensive tackle first round. And when it comes to the first round outside of the Titans taking a cornerback, I think I've seen more experts predict that they take a tackle with the 29th pick. But either way, whether you're expecting to have a day one starter at the offensive tackle position, the Titans do need depth at that spot. So they will have to address that by at least getting a a guy uh, in the 2020 draft. Whenever you look at some of the players that you had meetings with, the Titans were able to have a meeting with Josh Jones, offensive tackle out of Houston. Uh, and that was face-to-face. I believe that happened at the Combine back in February, but he's going to be a late day one or early day two pick. Whenever you hear people talk about Jones, I believe he fits well with the Titans zone blocking scheme. And even though he's not likely to come in and be a day one starter, that would give the Titans some time to develop him in their system. Whenever it comes to development, the offensive lines, that position group you want to see be the most developed work together. I mean, when they talk about intelligence, that position scores higher on the Wonderlick than any other position. But another name at that offensive tackle is Austin Jackson out of USC. He was another guy, met with the Titans during the combine. Another guy, zone blocking scheme. So that's the guys they could possibly go after whenever you're talking about using a first-round pick. But whenever we're looking at if they were to wait and take an offensive tackle a little later on, Isaiah Wilson, who is a, a, he's a redshirt sophomore out of Georgia, Uh, But he's 6'7", 350, one of the biggest players in this draft. So he's a big old boy. And Titans could get him in the second round. And the last prospect I will mention for the offensive line is Cameron Clark. Uh, They met with Cameron Clark during the combine, and they met with him during the senior bowl. Uh, Cameron Clark, a guy out of Charlotte. Titans last year, they took Nate Davis out of Charlotte. So it's a guy, I mean, looking at that, uh, that right side, could have two guys who've played in college together with each other. But when going to the CBS Sports ranking for for the offensive line position, they have Josh Jones, 17th overall. They got Austin Jackson, 54th overall. Isaiah Wilson, 59th overall. And then as you continue on down the list, like a Cameron Clark, who would, would likely be a day three pick, comes in at 215th. So there you have it for some offensive line guys to keep an eye on as we go through all three days of the NFL draft. And finally, to wrap up the likely positions of where the Titans will be drafting, looking at the cornerback position, that is one where if I'm the Titans, you got to shore up. I say it time and time again, but when you look at today's NFL, you have to have somebody who can come down and play in the nickel. I mean, we, we saw what Tyreek Hill did to us multiple times last year. And whenever I'm looking 
at the current roster. I know we're probably not getting Logan Ryan back. I can't believe I didn't think of it before now. I feel kind of dumb. But there is a chance that the Titans bring Amani Hooker, who is currently a safety, and bring him down to play more into that, that type of set whenever they want to go with three corners. So that is a possibility, but they still need to have somebody to provide depth at that position. Malcolm Butler and Adoree Jackson should be the only guys that you should say for sure are penciled in to be on the 53-man roster come the beginning of 2020. And when you're looking at the 29th pick, the possible options there, you got Christian Fulton out of LSU. I think he'll be gone before then. I think you'll probably see four cornerbacks gone before the Titans even draft in the first round. Uh, Another name, A.J. Terrell out of Clemson. Fulton and Terrell had really good seasons. I mean, obviously, being on better college teams, you're going to have a lot more eyes. But a guy that kind of flies under the radar whenever you're talking about seeing him make a huge impact in college that is getting a lot of hype is Jeff Gladney out of TCU. He's a senior. He's five foot 10, 191 pounds. I mean, he can go toe-to-toe with them. He knows how to hold his own. And uh, several mock drafts, they predict that the Titans will be looking to take him with the 29th pick. And another guy on that list, Trevon Diggs out of Alabama. But all those guys are more than likely the option for the Titans to take at the first round. When I'm going through the CBS Sports rankings, I mean, they got Fulton at 24, Terrell at 25, Diggs at 30, and Gladney at 33. So they're all kind of right around in that area. But sliding on down a little bit, if the Titans were looking to take a a guy in the second round, Jalen Johnson out of Utah, he's a possibility that they might go with. And another guy is Amik Robertson out of Louisiana Tech. He is smaller. He's only five foot eight, 187 pounds. But the Titans were able to have combine interviews with Christian Fulton, Amik Robertson, Jeff Gladney. They also had a virtual interview with Jeff Gladney just to kind of show you that they're definitely checking him out. A lot can happen when it comes to the cornerback position. I really don't even want to throw out a prediction because it's all over the board when I'm looking at the guys that they could possibly take there. A lot of quality players, but the Titans need a cornerback, and so hopefully they take one sooner rather than later. And something else I thought was interesting, Adam Schefter tweeted this out, but he said, general managers have discussed that the most challenging part of this draft might be the race to sign undrafted free agents after it, noting that when it comes to players under contract, the Titans currently have 61 players for the 2020 season. Uh, the Ravens have the fewest with 57, and the Raiders have the most with 79. So that puts the Titans at six with the fewest amount of players under contract, so they will definitely be hitting the undrafted free agent market after the draft concludes. And to close out today's show, we will end with the Titan Up Mailbag. As always, if you would like to be featured in the Titan Up Mailbag, you can send me an email at dehudson 11 at gmail.com, or you can send me a message on Twitter. But the first question comes from Will, and Will writes, Davey, I know you want the Titans to trade out of the first round, but if the Titans did have to take a pick at 29th, who do you think will be there, and who would you like to see them take? I'd like for him to take Eater Gross Matos. I don't think he'll be there. He's the pass rusher out of Penn State. So if I'm having to switch it up, then I'm saying go with the cornerback position. Go ahead. Def- I'm definitely going defense first round. I didn't take, I'd say A.J. Terrell, but he'll probably be gone if I'm just looking at that. So I, I, here, I guess my final answer then would be Trayvon Diggs, cornerback, Alabama. I got to watch him play a lot, obviously covering the SEC. 
He is the brother of now Bill's wide receiver, Stephon Diggs. But I do like his size, how he matches up. I mean, Diggs is a six foot one, two hundred and five pound cornerback. It's pretty good size, especially when you're looking at a lot of these other cornerbacks kind of expected to go later on towards the end of the first round. But yeah, if I can't take Gross Matos or Terrell, since they'll likely be gone, uh, give me digs. I appreciate the question, Will. And my second question for today comes from Noah. And Noah writes, Davey, if there's one player that you could have in this draft, who would it be and why? A little bit of bias here, but I would love to see the Tennessee Titans draft wide receiver Jawan Jennings. They could probably get him in the fifth or the sixth round. His physicality is something you don't see at the receiver position a lot. And for a team that likes to run the ball as much as the Titans do, he's very good in pass blocking situations. He's very good in run blocking situations. And even though when you look at his combine results, nothing jumps off the page, his intangibles, he has that edge. Again, you're not going to see many mock drafts that have him going early on. But Pro Football Focus did a mock draft, and just based off of his of his production, he was a first-round pick. The kid is from the Murfreesboro area, so he'd be going back home to Middle Tennessee. He has already endeared himself to Tennessee Volunteer fans, and I know for a fact he would do the same thing for Tennessee Titans fans. But that is going to do it for us today. I know there's a lot going on with the draft all this week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm going to go live on Periscope at least once each of those days to preview and do some recapping. We'll talk really the Titans and everything else surrounding the NFL. So uh, you will get a notification if you follow me on Twitter when that happens. But I look forward to talking with you then. And again, if you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We're continuing to grow, and I thank you all so much for that. I look forward to continue doing this with you because I'm having a lot of fun. I hope you are too. We appreciate Believe for making this show happen. You've been listening to Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Davey Hudson. We'll do it again next week. Hope you all have a great rest of your day. Enjoy the draft, and as always, tighten up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.